Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is April 17th, 2021. No segments for this episode. Uh, Just talking about the spring game and just Florida State football in general. Um, My thoughts on the spring game was if I had to grade it, I would say C+. Um, Mostly the young guys were very impressive. No veterans to me really stood out uh, except for Jordan Travis. He looked better. Um, That spring game might have been his best passing, the best he's looked passing since he's, you know, played at Florida State. Um, Mackenzie Milton looked good. Um, The offensive line is still suspect. Defensive line is still suspect. Um, the secondary, I like the freshman Knowles. I like the transfer DB number 10. I think he's going to be a player. I, I forget his name. Um, number 10, I, I think he transferred from South Carolina. Gamecocks. Um, so yeah, he looked good. Um, you know, I thought Amari Gaynor was just going to be just all over the place. He wasn't. Um, I like the tight end, Burrell, the freshman. I like Robinson. I like McLean. Um, I like uh, Ward, the running back, number 38. Um, but this, this, if this, if this team right here can get six wins, I would be happy. Six and six right now would be tremendous. I don't think you can real realistically go into this season expecting anything more than six and six because I, I just I, our offensive and defensive lines are not going to be able to compete with most of the teams in the ACC I'm sorry I mean that's just where we are um you know then just looking at the recruiting for 2022 I don't really see a lot of great offensive linemen in this recruiting class And I've been saying this since the inception of this podcast. That's how you're going to get Florida State back to the top. It's not going and getting all the other stuff that you're getting has to come after you get elite offensive and defensive linemen. You look at the teams that constantly stay at the top of college football, Alabama, Clemson, uh, Ohio State, um, LSU, Clint, uh, Notre Dame, um, you know, what do they have in common? They go and get good to great offensive linemen, defensive linemen every single year. They never take a year off. They never take years off. Okay. And that's just where we are as a program right now. We're not getting the great offensive and defensive linemen every blue moon will get a dante lucas every blue moon will get a landon dickerson okay um but we're not consistently getting three 
three to four of those guys every year. Um, and that's the difference. You know, we'll get a Marvin Wilson. We'll get a, a um, Mario Edwards. We'll get a Eddie Goldman. But we're not consistently getting those guys. Okay? And to to bring Florida State back to the glory days, we have to consistently get those guys. Football is just really simple. You have to have elite offensive and defensive line play. You give me a great offensive line and a great defensive line. Offensive line, defensive line. You give me great play there. I can fill in the gaps everywhere else and and, and win championships. But when you consistently put out, you know, just mediocre line play, I'm 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 like I said, six and six is really I'm hoping for six and six. I'm just hoping for bowl eligibility at this point. And that's it. Um also I seen the thing on uh Instagram for the uh football only facility, the rendering or whatever it's called. It looks good. But it's it's about eight years too late in my eyes. You you know, and I hate to go back to Jimbo Fisher, and I, I know I've said in previous episodes I would not bring him up anymore, but where would we be right now if we still had Jimbo? I think we'd still be a pretty good team. Um, that Alabama game a couple, several years ago, three years ago, 2017, that Florida State team, I, I thought we sucked. At the time I was watching the game, I was like, we sucked. But I watched that game, and we were very competitive in that game. That team just came out, and I know we ended up losing like 20 to 7 or whatever it was, but that team really fought like crazy in that game, man. And, um, you know, this, this, this current Florida State group, I don't know if they have that kind of fight. You know, but I I really like the way that uh, Norvell got in the face of some of those players in that spring game. I really okay. That's the intensity that I need from a head coach. Um, and I'm not gonna say he didn't do it last year. I just never saw it. So, but I seen it last Saturday, and I I really that's the kind of coach I want. Get in your face. When you mess up, I'm going to let you know you messed up. And that's it. Um, Quarterback competition. I, I don't know. If you could put McKenzie Milton's head on Jordan Travis's body, you might have the best quarterback in the country. Because arm strength and mobility is no question for Jordan Travis. It's really... The, the what's between the ears and I'm not calling the kid dumb I'm just saying he needs more experience at the position but um, he looked okay last Saturday uh, Mackenzie Milton looked a little bit better I think uh, you know he's dragging that leg a little bit um, 
If he can get that leg up to 100% or as close to 100% as possible, you might have something special. But, you know, you you kudos to Mackenzie Milton for, to come for, for coming to Florida State, man, and playing behind that offensive line because, I mean, I really think he's going to be running for his life. I mean, they're really going to have to call plays where he gets the ball out of his hands immediately because the time that he had to throw in that spring game, he's not going to have that time in, when the regular season starts. And you open up against Notre Dame, and o Notre Dame for the last several years has, has had elite offensive line play and and above average defensive line play. We're not going to win that game. I mean, let me just go ahead and call it now. It's going to be like a 38-10, 38-17 type game. Okay? The only way that you're going to get beat Notre Dame is if you force multiple turnovers and score. That's it. But football, to me, in my opinion, <clears throat> excuse me, is more mental than physical and I don't know how you're going to reach this team mentally but somehow some way you got to do it and get these guys to just go out and just play with reckless abandon man that you, you just look the the hallmark of Florida State teams from the past they just went out and competed and just let the chips fall where they may you win you lose but your 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 competitive spirit is unquestioned, and you know with this with this uh, Florida State program the last four years, man, the competitive spirit is in question. Okay, um, it's just not there; it's non-existent. I, I just don't see a, a, any Florida State team from uh, 2018 on that just wanted to go out and compete. I'll even say the year we went uh, seven and six, when when Jimbo left, that team he competed hard. But from 2018 up until now, no, I just don't see it. Um, you know, maybe this team here will be different. I don't know. Um, number eleven, uh, Jermaine. I don't know if it's Jermaine Johnson, number 11, the, the guy who transferred from Georgia, um, wasn't impressed. Wasn't impressed. He's supposed to be this this great defensive end. And I watched him on uh, Last Chance U from a couple years ago. He was the number one junior college player several, uh, what, three or four years ago, whatever it was. And I wasn't impressed in that spring game. I'm just like, you can't. You can't beat our offensive linemen in pass rushing. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, you know, it is what it is. We'll take him. You know, he's going to play. But is he an every down defensive end? I don't know. I just wasn't impressed with really anything on defense except for Nose, the freshman, and number 10, the transfer from uh, – South Carolina. That was it. Um, quarterbacks played okay. Running backs played okay. I like number one, the running back, the big guy. He's like, what, 225? And excuse me for not knowing the names. 
I am, I'm still a diehard Florida State fan. I just don't sit here and memorize names of players that haven't made an impact. You have for me to remember your name, you really have to make an impact at some point. Like you've had to actually have made some plays in a game. Like I don't have the whole roster memorized. Like that's one thing I don't do. I don't sit here and follow recruiting and you know, every time a kid breathes, I'm on his, you know, you know, backside, you know, oh, he might come to Florida State. No, I don't do that on this podcast. I just I watch the games and I give you my opinion on it. I watch the the recruiting and I say, OK, this guy, he, he looked good in high school. He's whatever height and weight. You got to get him in, coach him up, get him in the weight room and see what happens. Because you can, you can have, you know, all the stars in the world. But once you get on campus and adapt to college football and playing in a, in a big-time conference, we don't know how you're going to react. So, you know, that's just how I approach this podcast. I don't know it all. Um, I'm not a football guru. Um, I know the game. I know plays. I know offense. I know defense. But... At, at, at no point have I ever considered myself like an expert. So is this is a like a just a fan type deal. No, you know, you know I just watch other, and I'm not hating. I'm just I just watch other stuff about how these grown men are tracking these kids, and that's their job, and I respect what they do, but that's just not what I'm into. So this is more of a fan thing for me. And uh, I don't know, man. I I don't think I just don't think the uh, prognosis for this upcoming season is good. Six and six, and I don't know where the six wins are coming from. Uh, that's just what I'm hoping for. I just I'm just hoping we can be five hundred, cause I just don't. The offensive line wasn't getting any push in the spring game, man. Okay, there were no holes to run in in the spring game. Okay, I know we got some injuries. Okay, um, you know, if I could pick the offensive line, this is what why I would go with. I would put. Darius Washington at guard, Dante Lucas at guard. I would put Love Taylor at center. And then I would have the two uh, freshman tackles, the two big guys, 6'7", 300 pounds. I would put them at tackle, and I would just take my lumps. That's, that's what I would do. I think Love Taylor is intelligent enough to make all the line calls. I think I know... I don't think I know Darius Washington is not a left tackle. He was on rollerblades in the spring game. But, you know, our defensive line could just couldn't, you know, get home. So, um, six and six is where I think. And just the overall spring game, again, C+. Plus. You know, the young guys look good. The only veteran that really looked good was uh, Jordan Travis that's been on this team at least 
uh, you know, I consider a veteran at least two seasons being on this team, not a transfer or anything like that. So he's the only veteran that looked good to me. So um, let me know what you think about um, this podcast. Um, It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um, Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Um, Do you research on vitamins? Do you research on vaccines? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, That's pretty much it, man. So um, I'll see you when I do the next podcast. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the support. And as always, go nose.